Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by April Collins. Hello! Sam Quattro. Hello! And Alex Bonilla. Hola! Today, April, Sam, Alex, and I are getting into night six of Starvember, uh, t- tonight talking about the latest Star vs. the Force of Evil episodes, Sweet Dreams and Lava Lake Beach. Uh, they aired, uh, tonight on, uh, Disney XD and, uh, are on the Watch Disney app this morning. This is, um, we are reaching the, starting to get towards the end of this, uh, two week star event. Um, but two more nights ago after this one, uh, we'd previously covered every single night of the star event. Find all that at overlyanimated.com or search for overly animated star vs. force Vival on iTunes and subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our star content. Uh, make sure you've seen these episodes, spoilers for sweet dreams and lava lake beach. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into them. April, what'd you think? I liked these episodes. Um, I liked them more than the last or than yesterday's episodes, like a lot more. Um, the animation was really interesting for um, both of them, so I was really into that. Um, everything looked pretty to me, um, is how I'm going to describe it. Uh, <laughs> um, the I like the uh, we have some Starco and all of that sort of stuff is going on in these two episodes, and they work really well together, which I enjoy. Um, but yeah, I, I liked these episodes. I can't wait to talk about them. More. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, uh, Sam, what'd you think? I didn't really like Sweet Dreams that much. I thought it was like kind of the whatever. I mean, it was nice to see Eclipsa and have that bonding moment. Like Eclipsa is like the ant of the castle, I guess, yeah. just dishing out advice and tea at like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, Lava Lake Beach, that's what it was called, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Yes, correct. I, <laughs> I'm bad at names. I really like that one. I liked the the hashtag Marco angst and like <laughs> yeah, all that, that trending, yeah. all that <laughs> business. You know, Kelly is always a joy, and now her and a what's his face Tad are broken up. Thankfully, so now we can have more Kelly. Yes. Is that what that means? But yeah, yes, more <laughs> yes. Kelly, less Tad. Mm. <laughs> more Kelly, or more yeah, Kelly? We'll less get into Tad. it. Okay, so. <laughs> Positive Sam on the second episode. Okay. Uh, Alex, what'd you think? Yeah, my reaction was Kelly episode. Hallelujah. Finally. <laughs> but yeah, Kelly was amazing in, the, in this episode. I, I, I love her so much. And uh, just the, the entire episode of Lava Lake Beach, like it was really because I, I've been very down on the relationship drama episodes, but the, this one like really came off uh, well. And I think it has an argument for best episode of the of the events so far. Uh, Sweet Dreams is okay. We'll we'll talk about like stuff that happens in it, but the, there's there's like good parts, slow parts, and in the end, you're just not really sure where this is gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah, I'm I I love both these episodes. I am uh, re- I'm relieved <laughs> that we've uh, gotten two potentially great episodes here. I think both are by far the best two uh, of the events so far, especially Lava Lake Beach, which is the clear number one of the twelve that have aired so far. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I also think Sweet Dreams is excellent, although I can understand, uh, you know, the, it, there's some, there's some parts that are more, uh, or, I don't know, artistic, slower. Um, but yeah, I, I think both of these are incredible. Okay, now we're getting into what I'm looking for. I said, bring on the Starco drama. I did not mean, uh, t- Tom Star <laughs> dating plot. I meant this. I meant Marco angst about him realizing his feelings about Star. Yes, this is what I was waiting for. Let's do this. Okay. When did Stom even start dating again? I didn't. Re- Stom. Stom. <laughs> yeah. That's it was- name. It was, look, I said I said this last yesterday that oh they're casually dating and I got some pushback. Obviously they're dating here. Come on, they've been dating since. I don't mid- think, obviously they're dating here right now, but I just like didn't notice since the, they since were. the middle of last week. They've they've been dating. It was just okay. not, it was just Dem- not focused. Demonism. They hold hands. They, uh, when Marco shows up, they're like they, playing a board game. Yes, yes, they just haven't like outright said it like they did in this episode. Right, right. So. Yeah, they, it's just been in the background. They are again here because they're still not important. But um, just, <laughs> like the, we get. Uh, we get the Tom Star kiss, and it's literally not even animated. It's just one frame. Like that's how unimportant <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just, it's just the, yeah. But and it's and it's in the context of the Marco uh, Starko angst. So I, we we know what's going on. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I've, I there's once again as always with the show. 
whenever any sort of Starco drama happens, uh, the Starco shippers are like, uh, oh no, <laughs> like this is bad. Um, and I'm like, yes, like I, and, and like, you Starco shippers, you need to understand this episode, Lava Lake Beach is one of the premier Starco episodes. And yes, it is. <laughs> yes. These are bad things happening for their uh, immediate outlook, but this is, we're exploring Marco's feelings for Star. This is a huge development in, in the Starco. Obviously in the Star they're going to end up together. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is a big, Starco episode and uh I, I think this is what this is like what we should have been doing kind of from the start here although i guess we needed some time to build it up to this point um so yeah well, well, let me step in here i just want to say like if we're taking this as like hooray starco then does that mean the whole moving on lesson means nothing in the end um well i don't know what what was our even our moving on lesson uh in in the show well because think, you ha- you have kelly and Ta- like like, tad, in, like right? in this episode yeah. specifically with marco yeah because the whole thing is tad saying like you you guys are just like us guys like you're hanging around star you need to move on if you want to be happy and it se- and it seems to the episode seems to work in that direction where like he becomes fine hanging out with right, kelly right. And yeah. stops caring about star and tom so if if we go to Starco, then does that mean that that part just doesn't matter in the end? I th- but yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I was gonna say it could also come into play because, uh, like Kelly, you know, is offering that encouraging like advice and everything like that, but she doesn't know about the conversation that Marco had with Tad. So it's sort of different. And so as far as Kelly knows that, you know, Marco's just really upset about his breakup with Jackie. But you you have to understand that it still might be a, a thing for him because he's been after Jackie since they were in kindergarten. You know, so for her to, like, break up with him, um, it's kind of a big deal still. And I don't think... I think we're like, it's like, okay, like you should move on from your feelings with Jackie and accept the fact that you now, that you actually like Star. Uh, that's kind of how I interpreted it, but I'm a huge Starco shipper, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the context of who knows what. So I think, I think we just have two, it, it, it is weird because we also have this, uh, this Marco Kelly uh, takeaway from the episode, which we'll talk about, but I, I, I think there's two disparate uh, like themes at the end. I think one of them is the um, the Kelly moving on and like reclaiming her memories of of the event, and uh, like I think that's one thing. And then I also think we have uh, we have Marco's uh, feelings for Star that we're exploring, and it's not like this is going to be an immediate thing. Maybe we'll explore Kelly and Marco, although I'm skeptical. Um, like maybe that's a thing. It's just. You know, it, I don't think the moving on thing is about um, is aimed at Marco at any point in in the episode. Like, sure, that's what Tad's saying, but you know, who cares about that? I, I don't. I, I think our our thematics no are centered on. I think we're centered on Kelly for that. Uh, you know, moral or whatever. What do you think, Alex? I guess I, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not convinced. But I mean, look, it, there's it, no, there's no, there's no clear ending to the episode, kind of in any direction. We're going. We're doing a lot of different things. Um, but regardless of whatever uh ending after the uh marco uh heartbreak montage that we still got the, the marco heartbreak <laughs> montage like you know the, we're not doing like uh two seasons of sarco development and then oh i guess we're moving on now with this uh two minutes at the end you know this is we were we'll this yeah, will play yeah. out over the course of the rest of the season basically right in the in the context of the show you know this isn't going to, I, i'm just like trying to figure out like it within the episode does it work uh, that, that that's what i'm trying to figure out here, yeah i i think i think the it's end- just conflict conflicting my idea of what i saw versus what i know right right i think i think the ending i think the biggest uh flaw with the episode is that the ending is doing a ton of different things and it's not really thematically consistent um but uh it's a lot of different cool things so whatever I, you know yeah i was like i don't care <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's an argument for this not being one of those top tier episodes I was talking about last podcast. Um, you know, the the great star episodes we've gotten this year. Um, there's there's an argument Lava Lake ba- Lava Lake Beach doesn't make it in there just because it's not uh you know it's not really a cohesive unit. There's there's a lot of things going on here. Um, but yeah, I wanna let we we let's let's we'll get to sweet dreams because there's a lot to talk about in that one too, and that's going to be a consequential episode this week. But um, let's we're gonna start on Lava Lake Beach. Um. I think uh, since we were talking about the Starco a little bit already, let's talk about Marco X Kelly, uh, Kelco, the new hottest ship in the fandom. Um, <laughs> is that what they're, uh, it's going Mark, by? Uh, M- Mark Kelly is the more popular name right uh, now. I've, 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 I've no, seen him. No, I'm not going to call the R Kelly here, so let's just... <laughs> 
Cal- Cal- all Marco ships are just co at the end. Everyone knows that. So this is- you gotta. Yeah, Mar- has got some character. Like, yeah, come on, spice it up a little bit. Uh, a little. Yeah, April. What, what are you? Were you? Were you surprised by um, a potential uh, Marco Kelly romance explorations at the end of this episode? I thought it was just like a nice gesture kind of thing. Like, I mean, maybe it could develop into something, but I'm. I'm not going to like hold my breath. I just thought it was a verily like, like this is our friend, like their friendship sort of growing and this is them bonding kind of situation. Cause you know, and Marco's just a sweetheart anyway. So like, why wouldn't he offer his hoodie to a girl? Um, you know, if he thinks she's cold and then for her to be very accepting of it. I mean, from what we know of Kelly, which is still very little, um, I'd like to believe that she's just the type of person to just be like very chill about that. And then the, I thought it was very sweet, you know, that she was like sharing that moment with him um, again, because they're, they're bonding over, you know, sort of the same situation. Um, so, I mean, maybe Kelly Marco could be a thing if we're going to continue to explore star and Tom as a thing. Um, and maybe it's one of those like, um, like Marco's going to mirror kind of like star in the sense where she was like, I'm choosing to have a crush on Oscar. So maybe Marco's choosing to have a crush on Kelly kind of maybe, I don't know. That's kind of what I got out of it also. And there's a lot going on with it. (laughs) Yeah, I I think. Yeah. So I think the big thing against this being uh, a a purely sweet platonic uh, viewpoint is the there. Kelly's like uh, looking at him at the end, you know, Mm. Yeah, true, 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 yeah, true or false, Sam? I don't know. I don't recall. But for me, I feel like Marco is just a sweet, dumb little kid. Well, yeah, who was just trying yeah. to move on from his heartache with another person who was like in close proximity, and obviously that's not going to end well. Okay, so you're not you're not shipping the Calco. No, I'm okay. not. I think it's just like Marco just trying to think about his feelings, and maybe Kelly trying to think about her feelings. But not with each other, with the other people in their lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kelly's just really good at eye contact. Like, she has glasses. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, it's okay. Like, don't bring up glasses right now. Come on. <laughs> don't, don't bring us off track. Okay, Alex. Alex, Kelco slash R. Kelly, yes or no? <laughs> Mar Kelly, don't, don't you dare try to mess it up like that. Uh, but um, yeah, I thought it was cute. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think this episode helped helped to remind me why we like Marco in the first place. Because I feel like this bomb has done a really, I don't know if it's a good job or a bad job, but of making Marco look like a jerk in a lot of ways <laughs> and just kind of like uh, really dumb at some points. But like here, he, fi- he finally shows off like, you know, actually caring about what's going on with Kelly or trying to work with the, uh, with Tad, even if it comes up, it ends up turning the tables on him, uh, you know, sh- sharing the hoodie at the end. It's all, it's all the little things that y- uh, you remember Marco used to do with star a lot. And it's like, Oh yeah. So th- they were so cute together. And now Marco's doing it again. Oh, that's nice. And so, but, and yeah, and Kelly is pretty chill too. She, uh, they both, it seems like they're both in the position where they need a rebound before they can get back on their feet. And yeah, like if you want to give me two or three episodes of this, I'd be okay with it. And it's a, <laughs> all in all, I just want more Kelly. So <laughs> if, if Marco has to be there for us to get Kelly, I, I'm okay with it. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're, you're, I, I, I felt the chemistry. So you're in the R Kelly for the Marco, for the Kelly, not the Marco. The okay, Mar gotcha. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in it for the Kelly, yeah. but also Marco didn't annoy me this episode, which is different than right. the past week of episodes. Yeah, we're, we're back on track with the Marco characterization, both of these episodes here. But just normal Marco again. Um, yeah, you guys are all wrong. This is romantic on both sides. What are you talking wow, about? Wow, okay, thanks, Clearly, wait a minute. I, did, I, didn't I just say that I'm I'm into this? You said you're you said you are circumstantially in. I, you don't. I'm not asking whether you're in or out. Are you reading romance here? I guess you you you, you can hit closer with the with the. Uh, it's yeah, a re- it's I'm a reading romance. Thing, right? Yeah, and if. If Starko wasn't Endgame, I'd be perfectly fine with this. Like, oh, I, I would oh, be happy oh, with a show of this. Endgame. Oh, Kelco Endgame. Yeah. Wow, Alex stepping up the wow. stakes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> if you want to give me a spinoff show of Kelly and Marco going on, on Muni Adventures, I I, I want to watch that show. Okay, how about we uh, get Kelly on screen past 15 minutes first? How about that? Yeah. Um, yes, but we'll I would, that. I, would al- I would also like that very much. <laughs> we'll, talk about, we'll talk about Kelly in a second. Yeah. This is, I think, I think they're going for romance on both sides here at the end. And I don't, it's not like this is like a long term outlook uh, thing but i think that um 
it's just them dealing with their their feelings for their uh former uh potential romantic partners and uh it's you know i don't really get why we have to do this but uh i think we're doing it i think that's what the ending was about I th- you know, because oh. Kelly's looking at him and Marco's uh, receptive, uh, so... She was literally talking to him. Who, do you not look at the people that you're talking to, Dylan? Is that what she, you're when, to when, say? When there's a fancy fireworks yeah. display going on in front, I would look at the fireworks. Yeah, exactly. They were looking forward. It was fireworks. Display. You guys are They were looking forward, and then she was, like, side-eyeing <laughs> Hey, we're just as socially awkward as Marco. Yeah, exactly. We can relate. Yeah, <laughs> there's so I, 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 yeah, I don't really know why this is like we're the the Kelly route we're going to explore, but uh, it's interesting. <laughs> like, uh, sure, let's do this. let Kelly be her own character outside of love interest. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I want I also, Kelly by herself. I, want I also her to be support a this. Yeah, let's talk Let about let's free. talk about uh, Kelly's characterization because uh, this is our biggest Kelly episode, correct? Um, yes. I, yeah. I guess maybe Goblin Dogs was uh, she was there for a while, but um, but she didn't yeah. talk for half. Yeah, a minute. she she literally said nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I would say we learn a lot about Kelly, but we don't really. We we mostly just uh, go through the same things that we know: the uh, on off again relationship with Tad. We do know that she there's like a space inside her inside her hair, which we I guess we we hadn't really explored this. Um, yeah, it's another dimension in there. <laughs> yeah, is this, she's a magic tree lady. Is this a TARDIS type situation? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I felt like it because Marco fit inside her hair. Like, oh yeah, true. Okay, so it was, <laughs> and was yeah. walking around in like a huge cave. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess this is. Uh, I guess uh, it's another dimension <laughs> or something like that. But um, yeah, we uh, we get that. We get uh, the, she's just like hanging out with. Um, <laughs> With uh, Tom and Star and Marco at the beach, like uh, I don't know, how did this come about? Is my question. Because she wanted to watch the soul rise. I guess so. I guess, I guess we kind of uh, get, explain that a little bit, but um, yeah, and uh, we we see uh, Jorby again, uh, everyone's favorite yes. character, Jorby, um, and uh, wherever that is. Yep. <laughs> good, good, good reaction, Sam. Good reaction. I can't. Sam, who's Jorby? Dude. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> the, it's Kelly's sparring partner, the giant magic oh, dog. Yeah. Okay, who cares? <gasps> exactly. <gasps> exactly. He had to fight up. Greg. <laughs> Jorby, uh, Jorby was a- excellent in this episode. What are you talking about? He was he was wonderful. He killed Stephen's dad, apparently. So. <laughs> no, he, oh. he's, he claimed to, but he didn't. But yeah, and he was with his uh, duck or geek goose uh, girlfriend. Yeah. And he also had the best line of the entire episode, in my opinion. The whole, like... We like Marco's like she's going through some stuff, and he he's like we all are. Everyone's in a constant state of falling apart. Existential war cry. Like I died. Yeah, cried. Yeah, Jorby says everyone's in a constant state of falling apart. Correct, correct, Jorby. Yeah, yeah. Jorby also says uh, I had to fight Greg, and I killed him in like three seconds. Seconds. You didn't kill Greg. You didn't kill Greg. (laughs) Yeah, well, I killed his pride. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm glad we could act out that scene. You guys, yeah. that was good. <laughs> that was that was like the first time Kelly was like funny. I think like she she was like, <laughs> hey, th- this entire episode she was letting in like little jokes and puns. Like I was, I oh, was she amazed. had a pun. Like, You're right. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She was, like, yes. get in hair. Get it. Yeah. Get in. It wasn't hair. funny, but she and attempted it. Yeah. Yeah, and then later she like uh, she the, throws the skull into the into the lifeguard thing or whatever, and and she goes ladder. And she does a little dance. I like, don't think that was. I, I like I like those little touches where yeah. like Kelly is like being a little more you know human. Yeah, person. Yeah. She's a person. I don't think that was. I don't think the the skull thing like was funny, but it was. Uh, sh- she was like showing off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like those little touches, and like finally we're fleshing out Kelly to be something right. more. Just so here's so here's the deal with Kelly. Kelly's this character that was a design like gag that they introduced in this one random episode, and then they brought her back because they liked the design gag, and they started to give her random characterization um, of a bunch of disparate elements that had nothing to do with each other. And um, here we're we're just doubling down on it. We're bringing all of those back, and yet we're trying to give her a personality. Except the personality is kind of like generic quirky girl. Like that's the only thing I, I can see that they're going for. Like she doesn't really. I don't. Yeah, she's a manic pixie bush girl. Yeah, but it, kind of <laughs> manic book dream girl. No, I like the first one there. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. The only that's the only adjective I could give Kelly. I guess I guess she's like um, 
she's like uh, steady. I don't know, like uh, not not super emotive or whatever. But yeah. well, I guess a, a chiller version chill. of Star. Yeah, chill. That's, yeah, she, because Star uh, started off like that as like the quirky girl to Marco's uh, deadpan, and so it seems like Kelly's just like a toned down version. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, but um, yeah, th- that would be my number one adjective for Kelly is quirky. What do you think of that, Alex? Yeah, that's a that's a fair way to to call her. But uh, I don't know. I, I it it appeals to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a yeah. You know, uh, Kelly's great here. Um April, you were extremely hyped for Kelly last podcast. Um did did, did it uh satisfy your your Kelly wants this episode? Yes, I think I wrote Kelly, I love you so much like uh, lo- let's count it. There's one, two, three, Four, five, at least five different times that I wrote it that doesn't include other like small tidbits of admiration for Kelly that I wrote down in my notes because you guys know I'm crazy. But yeah, no, I I enjoyed Kelly so much in this episode. I was so excited. (laughs) And I liked that we like got to kind of flesh her out. We gave her, you know, yeah, she's quirky. And I guess that's like a very generic character, but I'm okay with that being who she is. Um. So, and I liked that she, like, had the little pun and all of that stuff, too. And we still got to kind of see what we had already fleshed out. Like, we didn't, like, completely change our character in one episode. So, I liked it. I was very happy and excited. <laughs> yeah, the, the other the other Kelly quote I've written down is uh, in the beginning with the marshmallows. I actually licked all these. Um, <laughs> I don't think she was trying to be funny there, but I guess she just licked all them. I don't think she <laughs> is. Their marshmallows before they eat them. If you don't want to give Kelly. them to other people, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like moisture kind of ruins the marshmallow. Oh, maybe mm. when you heat it up, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> also, another line I, I want to bring up uh, when uh, Jorby and Marco are fighting, uh, she stops them with, "I cannot, I cannot deal with this much static right now." Oh yeah, yeah, I like that delivery too. Like she has to like stop herself. To yeah, calm the use down. of static is okay. interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, those are. Uh, an odd word choice. Yeah. But and I, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Alex, now you know Jorby's name, sure. Um, uh, <laughs> Jorby is a stupid name, okay? Uh, just uh, that's all I'm, I'll say. Yeah, okay. Uh, just um, much, ba- much, yeah, much... Ba- back to Kelly. Uh, her her voice actor <laughs> just did a really good a good job. I just want uh, to no, give props. I to mean, her Kelly, that Kelly's, she Kelly's all the voice actor has an impossible task because this character is like not a. It's just so many different things. And yeah, I agree. She brings her together well. Uh, da- Dana Davis <laughs> okay. is her is her name. Yeah. So. Good job to you. Uh, Sam, what do you think of Kelly? Uh, I wish she had more character other than quirky and also Bush. But, you know, know, hopefully we'll get to know her and then her and Marco will probably date and then break up and, you know, she'll be a better, stronger character, better than Jackie Lynn. I don't know. Better than Jackie, oh man. Yeah, we, we kind of shot the dog on that one. You know who's even more upset than Starco Shippers? This episode is the Jarko Shippers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, why did you do this for nothing? You're not even doing Starco? Oh my god, it's, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I know well, it wasn't on the last I podcast, but like, I just have to talk about how irresponsible it is that Marco's parents let him go to Muni. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, his dad was <laughs> freaking out, yeah. His dad voiced concerns. At least one yeah, of them did. Yeah, but then his mom was just like, you know what? He needs his croissants. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's perfectly safe here in the underworld uh, in this episode. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, y- you know, uh, Ke- Kelly is very, very interesting. This is the w- definitely like the weirdest character on the show. And um, the OK, Alex, glasses or no glasses? Kelly's wearing. I, I think it's glasses. Why wouldn't you just take them off at one point if they're if we're, if it's glasses? Why not tell us this? Because you're saving it for the dramatic moment where she breaks up with Marco. She has to take off her glasses and go. It, <laughs> you you got to go with Star. It's it's just not working. And I know you have feeling for her. Just go do it. Yeah, and then uh, she puts the glasses oh, back yeah. on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. The scene that's coming soon is the uh, is the Kelly cal- calmly saying, uh, "Yeah, you 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 who you actually want to be with is Star." And yeah, so that, that that's what's coming soon, probably. Aww. Yeah. Although, Poor Kelly. although I don't know, are we? I, I'm, there's a chance we just don't see them together again, right? Like this could be just a. It, it could just be a one-off thing. Like, it it's could just be a nice platonic. moment between friends. We're just, we're just, we want Kelly so bad that we're willing to put aside Starco 
so we can have more Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm fine with this, spending the rest of the week on Marco Kelly if we, if we get Kelly every episode, which is definitely not happening. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we saw Kelly tomorrow. I'll claim that. Um, but I would be too. But, uh, do, do we get another Kelly appearance this week? Like, even I don't she's, think no, that's I think, I think yeah, yeah, I think she's probably got to be at the Monster Bash at the end. Um, but, you know... She might be at Monster Bash. It's not a given. Maybe we'll, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. maybe we'll see her for stump day. Well, that doesn't count. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the Kelly, the highlight of the episode. Yeah. we do, Let's talk more about um, this big realization. I feel like this is being underreported that um, Marco uh, realizes we had, his feelings we had for to a have, star. Uh, I was going to say, we had to get uh, Kelly podcast part two out of the way. Yeah, that's first, true. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Plug, plug for our previous uh, Kelly podcast. We already <laughs> talked about Kelly for an hour. Um, and a lot of that is still relevant today because we learned not much new about her. Yeah, go to overlyanimated.com, search for Kelly, and then you'll, you'll find it. Okay, that. but yes, Marco realizing he has feelings for Star. Let's talk about that. Right, so, because... okay, like, look, end of season duh. two. Well, duh, obviously. But, and like, uh, season two, big plot arc, uh, Star, feelings for Marco. Um, and then uh, she confesses end of the season, and it's like uh, Marco just doesn't just- return the feelings. And, and, uh, you know, here we are, like, ten episodes later, and now Marco's feelings for Star. This is, we are ahead of schedule, I would say, on my, <laughs> on my Starco progression. Uh, like, this is, I, I'm surprised that it was this soon, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of the reversal now, right? Like, now uh, Star's with Tom, and... Uh, over him seemingly although obviously not considering the sense of a hoodie was not that long ago and uh yeah now marco's in the in the star position potentially it's called the unrequited love switcheroo yeah what do you think of using that here sam uh i'm over it i don't want to see this in here because you know they they both have the feelings i mean it wasn't like that many episodes ago where Star was like, oh, Marco, I love him, hoodie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And now Marco's like, oh, Star, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, ugh. I know that they're young. <laughs> and I know that, you know, things happen because plot or fake drama or whatever. But they both had the feelings. And, like, it's hard enough to have feelings for somebody. But when somebody else has feelings for you and you have feelings for them, like, just make it happen. Just go for Sam it. Sam just man. wants those crazy kids to be together, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, it certainly feels contrived the position we've arrived at here, um, and uh, it, it's just the weakness of the previous ten episodes, nine episodes, or whatever. Um, like it's just, it, it's just, it's just the, the same problems we've been pointing out. We moved too fast. We moved. Uh, we have these uh, large, uh, like uh, time jumps that uh, were not really covered on the show with large. Uh, plot developments um that seems kind of random um and here we are we've derived at the the time uh that um you know star seemingly over marco dating tom and marco's developed feelings for star uh it doesn't feel uh like we've had enough progression to get to this point but i do think that this is this is just where we are now what do you think alex I mean, we uh, and yeah basically all uh, all of that that season three has just been relatively weak in transmitting this and at, at least to me still a problem is that like i don't take tom seriously as a character we bear uh, i haven't seen anything that's changed really with him uh, the few moments you've given us of them qu- uh, casual dating hasn't really shown me anything about him so all in all, I'm, I'm just left to wonder, like, what what changed that Star it would be back into Tom, other than this is just a delaying thing in the show. The, the, I, I, while the show is trying to tell you, oh, Tom's changed and all, but I just haven't seen that. So that 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 just hurts it a lot more than say if you had taken the time to give me, like, just give me a full Tom episode for all I care. If if that would if that would help the cause, but you you've split Tom up into like very bits and pieces yeah i think demon Sism and club snub were supposed to be this um but most and failed at that uh yeah i think for the most part. i mean i think the demon Sism succeeded more than any other tom episode has in like sympathizing him but um they just they just haven't treated this tom star relationship seriously uh like it's just clearly it's like comic kind of comically in the background of all these episodes 
Um, yeah. so, at, at least Jackie, I, I can sort of justify like the personality the compatibility and all. And like if Star Tom, all I get is like, okay, they're both fiery. They both act impulsively. And like ja- yeah. Jackie, we had like uh, a seasons of uh, this Marco not asking him out, uh, asking her out uh, stuff. Like uh, you know, there's tons of tons of build up to this. So even though it was rushed once they got together, and like we didn't really see anything. Um, you know, like that, but there was a foundation. Yeah, exactly. It. There's just, we've just never really seen why Tom and Star, like we've, we've uh, actually, we've seen the opposite, like why they, why they don't work. We've, we've seen Star like trash Tom and like say that, uh, she's over, she's over him and it's not for, for her anymore. And, um, yeah, we've, we've just not really given a reason to feel attached to Tom and Star at all or see it as a legitimate threat to the impending Starko. So, um, you know, I still, we we're still fully expect them to be broken up this week and, uh, they're just kind of irrelevant to the show. I do. Th- I will say I do think this episode does a better job of portraying the two of them together than any other episode has because they do kind of seem like they're having fun here, um, like with the volleyball okay. game and um, them like uh, roasting each other's marshmallows and like uh, just like the star <laughs> burns Tom's and then uh, biggest of all, Star gave Tom one of Marco's hoodies. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the show is is a lot sometimes, <laughs> like. The- this is not yours to give, Star. Yeah, it's just really, it's just that really bothered me. <laughs> like, from that perspective, or from the uh, you know, this is uh, all of it. <laughs> this is this is a lot. Like <laughs> this is what we're doing with the. Oh my god! Um, and it, it kind of just yeah. continues the trend of like Mar- Marco always used to care a lot for Star, but right now Star is just like treating. Marco like dirt, you know. It, it can, even sweet dreams, we got a little bit of this as well. I mean, she just doesn't really value Mark. Uh, she's giving off the vibe that she doesn't really value Marco as an equal anymore. So like do you, that's just I, I don't I don't agree with that. I mean well, I do th- I, I do think they're say... not on equal position, which is the problem with the Squire thing. Um, and I right. definitely got into that. Right. Yeah, I'm speaking yeah. more in that sense. So like she's trying to make it happen, and we know that. That they're still supposed to be friends, but she's like forcing it to the point where like she's doing stuff like this. <laughs> but I, 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 to me at least, I take it in a way that like because Star, you know, like confessed that yeah she likes Marco, but then it was never addressed, and so like I can at least me personally like if you if I you know express like feelings towards you or something like that, and then. Uh, you sort of shut me down. You don't address it back. You, we don't even like acknowledge it. Then I'm going to be like, okay, well, I need to now put this wall up between the two of us. And so she still wants to be friends with Marco. And I think that's very obvious, but she's at the same time, she's trying to distance herself. And so, it, you know, it's just like she said, you know, you know, previously, you know, oh, well, like I tried to like ignore it and all of this stuff. And so maybe this is just like Star's way of, you know, okay, this is how I have to now deal with the situation kind of thing. I mean, like, Marco, we've never even heard, like, how Marco felt about, you know, Star liking him or anything like that. It's really, like, not been addressed at all whatsoever. Right. So. Yeah, we it, it, we never really got the, the consequences of that, the building, and now we just moved on and we're changing directions and it, it hasn't felt right. And yeah, let's not, let's, we're not, no blaming Star for any of this current Star Marco dinner. No, I'm not no, blaming Alex, her at Alex, at Alex, at Alex. But yeah, it's. <laughs> hey, they're, they're both to blame. Right. They, in, a, in a failed relationship, yeah. you have errors on both yeah, sides. Yeah, they are both to blame, but also yeah. don't blame Star at all. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> this is. Uh, There's that shipper coming out yeah, of you no, again. No, more just it's the, the even, star. It's not stand, even that. It's, like, it's, it's, it's the it, it's it was just a bad idea with the the squire thing. Um, and yeah, uh, it's yeah, it was, it's ultimately Marco's fault originating walking into her life. Yeah, we went over this, I, but yeah, it's it's just it's, it's really you know neither of them did this. It's the it's the show. Okay, but TBH, everything is a bad idea when you're 14. Yeah, so like, I agree. Oh, but yeah. uh, age progression. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. So Mark, <laughs> Mark, I was. Oh, yeah, Marco's, Marco. Marco's birthday. Um, yeah. We didn't even talk about it, like, at all. Happy happy end. birthday, Marco Diaz, uh, Kelly says yeah. romantically. Um, yep, so. <laughs> romantically. <laughs> yep, and uh, Marco's probably 15th birthday, right? Is that where we arrived, Alex? Probably 15th? That's my I assumption. Think so. There's no definitive Hashtag proof, though. Probably. Uh, I'm Googling. No? The other, the other, okay, so I, there, I've seen debate on CO whether this is his 15th or 16th birthday. It's all about how, she's 14 in the beginning of the show. No, Googling it's not going to help. He's 14 in the beginning of the show. It's how much time has passed since then. There have been some check ins 
uh, six months season two, we determined this, and um, three months since the end of season two um, last week. So it's it's kind of not clear, but probably 15. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think only a year has passed in this entire show, which is amazing, it's, it's, by the way. Yeah, that seems not <laughs> right. Crazy. So I, I understand the inclination to want to make him 16 here because... Uh, it's it, there's too much has happened right this is a completely different thing but uh no, let's see if he's if he's 15 we can still extend relationship drama without saying oh they should be adults <laughs> no this, this is, they're both still stupid children yeah they're, they're still kids yeah. so we can yeah. still continue starco drama for the next five seasons yeah exactly. perfect yeah i agree perfect but yeah anyway back to back marco's feelings for stars and there's a big 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 moment uh this is the reverse sleepover episode uh you know everyone's favorite sleepover and uh reverse sleepover. reverse sleepover exactly um where's star fan where is she, where is she been no stop she's off the show no. I, I watched yeah yeah we, we, i was i watched the star crush for a second to find the the previous jorby scene when we were discussing this on our discord earlier and um i was like oh star fan that's a character okay she's gone good that was my reaction to that um character is a stretch just like ludo yeah, not a character. yeah ludo cameo <laughs> in the previous episode her. okay um so yeah a uh, big moment and i love the montage with uh marco's like uh ex- existential love uh uh, <laughs> montage um, with the uh, this uh, new song from uh, composer Brian H. Kim and Dominic Pasango. I don't want to know, and it's it's great. And um, she he like uh, goes seeing all these couples he runs into previously in the episode, and I thought all of them are like uh, very funny. Um, and uh, yeah, you see D- Jorby and uh, the duck. Uh, that's great. <laughs> you see the uh, fighting couple. Um, uh, I'd fight anyone for you, babe. Would you fight me to the death? Previously, previously, the fighting couple when Marco's uh, looking for Kelly uh, sounds like I could take her two on two. That, that was great. Two on two on two sound fair. He seemed nice. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, that that that's good. The fight, the fighting couple is the best, and then also uh, the Skellies from from earlier as oh, well. Oh yeah, because they have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and one of the Skellies is like, "Isn't it great falling in love with your best friend?" Like you just met this person, Skelly. Chill. They're <laughs> like teenagers. That's how it works. Are, are they teenagers? It's kind of hard to tell with these demons, but yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that I think I think like what makes this episode like great is like this montage and the previous interactions with these randos. Like it's just very funny. That and the Kelly characterization. Um, so like, yeah, I think this this uh, the, this moment's incredible. And then he goes and sees Star, Star and Tom kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Whoopee. Just like uh, Just Friends. Weird. Yep, Just Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a song there, too. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. We only bring it's out crazy. the songs for the, uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, fe- uh, non-reprised, uh, non-requited feelings. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and uh, I thought that was great. Other uh i don't know other moments from the episode we talked about about jorby already and um the skill the skellies in the beginning that's very funny um uh, oh there's like a kelly marco hug right so that was that was a yeah thing kelly, kelly started crying he, uh, um as marco was holding her tenderly it was Get nice. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's how it works uh, oh yeah, Mar- like that. Like that part was more romantic than the ending scene. Honestly, <laughs> they're both romantic. And uh, <laughs> Marco talking with Tad. We talked about this. Uh, okay, so can we get into this? Why, why is Kelly and Tad calling Marco Tad's best friend? Like wh- <laughs> that was what, funny. What is it's because Tad. It's, yeah, it's because Tad has no friends. That's why. That is, and, okay. And they hung out like, like that, once. That, that was a weird joke. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that joke. And uh, yeah, Tad tells Marco, um, uh, "You're just making yourself miserable hanging out with her. You're the you're the expert." on that um i like tad having like a million arms um on, on marco's face he's touching marco's yeah. face <laughs> yeah tenderly as you might say yeah and he says uh, you have scissors you could go anywhere true i agree that's a good point um that's true yeah oh, and then uh the crushed pizzas anywhere yeah vegan pizzas i've i guess we we established that as a vegan or in like uh goblin dogs right um i assume that's what happened but yeah that was all this was <laughs> wow dumb that's an obscure call yeah all these du- well they called back every single thing involving these two so um, Fair point. yeah it's uh it's very very weird building a mythology there and then uh we had uh as sam pointed out in in Shadow, this uh homer into the bush moment with uh yeah. marco coming out of kelly's hair <laughs> I, I see what you're doing. Very mean, I right? See it. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, overall, any uh, overall uh, um, lava lake the, beach. The, the soul rise itself. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the soul rise. So yeah. yeah, like that that the animation of the fishes rising into the sky, like that was that was amazing to watch. That I'm, was cool. I, 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 and I, I don't think it even took away from the climax. Like it, it, they took a while to just let that happen, and it was really cool. Yeah, but it wasn't too much. I liked it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> we're not sure what exactly took place yeah. but we all enjoyed it visually so it was cool visually <laughs> I yeah just... I, I do think it was interesting an interesting way to frame the end of the episode um but yeah the whole just the whole end of the episode is very odd i do think it works yeah. but there... by odd you mean beautiful right well you know oddly yes. beautiful <laughs> oddly beautiful um you know <laughs> the things we talked about you know the disparate themes with uh you know the you know the kelly and marco yeah, and, it, and then also we, random we soul rise in the middle you know it's it's it's, it's very very interesting ending um anyway uh yeah lava lake beach last thoughts Good thumbs up. Okay, let's talk sweet okay. dreams. We uh, <laughs> expectedly we took a lot of time on uh, Lava Lake Beach, but um, Sweet Dreams features the return of Butterfly Form Star, and uh, she is unintentionally butterflying when she is sleeping. So um, this, is, this is an interesting uh, development here. Uh, Eclipse uh, encourages Star to uh, let it happen and uh, see what you're capable of. Um, That's interesting advice. I, I thought that. Right. Mm, mischievous. Because also, wouldn't, uh, in theory, Eclipsa have, like, sh- I'm assuming she's a part of the butterfly flame, uh, family, so they would all have gone through, like, puberty, and so the same kind of thing? Yeah, well, yes. well, uh, Moon, Moon does seemingly is not indicate that this is something that happened to her. See, this, my interpretation is that this is a result of this, uh, star is one of the most powerful people ever plotline that we've had. And that's kind of what oh. Eclipse is talking. Like, this is the, this is why she can't control her powers and she's turning into the butterfly form in her sleep. And Eclipse, uh, says, let's see what you're capable of. You're, you have all this power. Let's see where it goes. And stars, uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that sounds good. So. I, she's just accepting of it <laughs> yeah i think i think ultimately sweet dreams is like very much much more plot consequential here um this is you know if, if we're going to continue exploring what's happening when star is uh, butterflying when she's sleeping this is going to relate i think to to this star super powerful arc and that's a very important one for the show and how long until like moon and river take notice of this like because there's clearly like consequ- consequences that take place from her doing that such as you know, stealing the entire goblin dog's truck. Um, like, I feel like it eventually it'll catch up to her and the fact that they cho- they've they chosen to keep it a secret. Yeah, I mean, she, she so. d- basically tells them and they just d- don't ignore her. So it, they're kind of dense. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like we're... I feel like we're sort of reverting back to that, um, yeah, yeah. like separation between star and moon that we had sort of at the beginning. Like moon was, you know, that very like motherly figure and like they're not close at all kind of thing. And it's almost like they're taking what took place during, um, battle for Muni and sort of just like throwing it like out the door. Yeah, we're also, we're also sense. just reverting back to dumb moon and river. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. Very, very seasonal. Um, (laughs) Yeah. River in particular disappointed me. Like go, go, like keep going with that whole joke of, Oh, we'd have to put you in the dungeon. Oh, the magic high commissioner would take you away. We'd have to adopt a new princess. Like, like why? And like river in battle for Muni, like he had his goofy moments, but he also had his like brief moments of being strong. And, and and then we're just back to dumb river. We've never really attempted to make river that much of a character yeah but uh, i i wanted him like it, it just felt so stupid that scene it was like, very stupid uh, yeah. that, that that brought the episode a lot down for me yeah. it's just that the whole moon river parts of it um yeah i didn't care that much but uh, it w- that was very much a uh accomplish x plot thing in in the scene um but uh yeah star so uh i think it was really cool to see stars butterfly form back um them in space uh was a gorgeous absolutely gorgeous scene and 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 the music too is kind of like a yeah. corrupted version of stars theme which, which i really enjoyed hearing <laughs> yeah I, I loved i love when marco waking star up and she, like seeing her like uh transform back um and just it, it's it was just a vi- very visually stunning to me i i, I really like the how they've animated uh the, this butterfly form of star and very interested i'm i'm happy we're exploring 
sharing the the Mewbity stuff more with her, and I, I think tying it with this uh, all powerful star the theme that we've had for a while is a great a great way to go. Um, and uh, Eclipsa tying into that is also really interesting because Eclipsa um, encourages her to to keep doing this. She says, uh, uh, "All knowledge is good knowledge." She says that twice, and um, it's. Uh, Eclipsa, hard to understand her motivations, but um, she seems, on the surface, once again, uh, harmless, nice to star again in this episode. I think we, uh, we constantly... Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I think we forget that Eclipsa in the past has been referred to as one of the most powerful, like, whatever, I don't know. They're not like witches, but no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? Magic like, users. Yeah, magic users. Like, she's been a very powerful, magical being. And so it's interesting that she would encourage Star to explore the, like, her power kind of thing. And I'm wondering if we're going to do that whole, like, oh, well, I want to be the most powerful being in the, like, dimension or whatever kind of situation you know what i mean like she's like keeping her enemy close if that makes okay sense. that could that okay um Ooh. interesting i so an eclipse is gonna murder a star <gasps> okay yeah. I, don't, I don't know if we're doing that but uh yeah sam what's your read on eclipse in this scene do you think that she has nefarious intentions or is being genuine i mean in retrospect it definitely looks pretty shady but while i was watching i was like oh that's nice that they're having like little bonding time and stars like oh can you help me with this and Cooks is like give in to your deep dark side and she's like okay cool bye i liked it at the time yeah uh alex what's your what's your brief take on eclipse out here yeah i i just say that harmless i don't think is the right word for this because I mean, she doesn't, we, we she doesn't encourage that- her to do anything bad well, no, but you know that Star not controlling herself will, re, can result in disastrous consequences. And that that does seem how Star was in season one, where she had this very lack of self-control. And only in like seasons two and like in the beginning of this season, she's been focusing more on like controlling herself. And Eclipse is kind of like waking up this desire again to just to do whatever it feels right. And so, yeah, like following your impulses, something that Star has been has what was making an effort to fight. So I don't know if if reverting back to that is a good thing for Star. And just in general, I feel that Eclipse hasn't totally tipped her hand yet. So I'm at least impressed in that regard that I can't say for sure if she's if she ends up being not evil or totally evil like i can't make a decision one way or the other so in that sense i praise the show for not doing too much with eclipse just yet yeah i think the show has been much more restrained with eclipse than we've thought um i still worry that by the end of the week she'll be full on evil and i really don't want that but um we've done a good job just like showing her casually here and there just uh, talking to Star and giving her advice. I think it's a good direction to take. Um, I think it's like I, clearly telling Star to just uh, not deal with it at all and see where it goes is probably not great for her. But I also don't think chaining her down is is going to be good for her either. <laughs> so I don't know. There's not there doesn't seem to be a good solution to me with this. So uh, I don't I don't know if this was like the clear wrong thing to do. Um, I also I also do want to see where it goes. So I agree. I agree. With the <laughs> But yeah, I, I think I think this episode it were more on the evil eclipse uh, uh, projection because she tells Star all knowledge is good knowledge, which is a very weird motivation to have. Um, it's 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 not what I expected from her uh, to be very uh, knowledge pursuing, and that's like her ultimate. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but it's also something Star definitely is not. Uh, you know, I don't know if Star is like a big knowledge seeker. Like she, she explores magic. She's not a the lot, studious but, type. Like she explores. Well, she's not the studious goes. type. Yeah. If there's stuff that she can learn, I think that I think she's shown in the past that she'll just read whatever it appears to her. Like like the whole looking at the yeah. dark chapter. Like just because it was there, she's like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll to that it. to that to that degree, I can see it. I don't. I I just I what I mean is I don't think that this is a thing that should resonate with Star. All knowledge is good knowledge. It doesn't seem like something Star would care about. Um, so the fact that it, she seems to buy into it, I think might indicate that she is being like uh, subtly mentally manipulated by Eclipso. Like, I, I don't know why this resonates here. I know she trusts Eclipso and she's looking for some direction and, um, you know, she has nowhere else to turn and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, getting more skeptical of her intentions, I guess, based on this episode. 
And and if, clearly she's going to turn out bad. I mean, what what else? Where else are we going to take this? I don't know. We we don't have another villain at this point, and we can only do so much with um, Starko. If that makes sense, like you can't have a show. Can we just be like, the Starko show instead of a vi- like a plot <laughs> you know, plot driven Dylan, villain show? I would love that. But <laughs> you sure that's not? Wow, you, you guys are just ignoring Miss Heinous. Just, just. Yeah, we are <laughs> correct. Yeah, uh, true, true. Correct. Oh man, we're ignoring that plot. Ugh. Yeah, that's a villain. Come on. Uh, yeah, but, uh. but it is true. We have outside of Miss Heinous, we've not had a villain this this week. It's uh, these, these two weeks. It's possible that is. Is it is the cause of of uh, of some of the problems? I'm not sure, but um, yeah, we see we have a Ludo cameo here. He is in space, still floating. So it's not like he needs that. Time. What that would indicate <laughs> is that we're not missing anything. Like we're probably not having Ludo alone too. If uh, Ludo in the Wild too, if this if he's just floating in space still. <laughs> I don't know. That was I'm weird. Okay. It was weird. I'm okay with that. We'll find some like Martians or whatever. It's fine. And then he'll he should, be yeah, back. He should talk to aliens. That'd be good. Ludo and Glossrick have had their voices taken away this season. Yeah, Glossrick also, <laughs> after several episodes of ignoring the fact that he's a uh, star's dog now, he's back. and uh, <laughs> yeah. He's star's dog Yeah, there's now. a moment when he, when he saves them and you're like, oh my god, Glossrick, he's, he's, he wears, he's aware the entire time. But no, it's just uh, no. Uh, clips it through him in, yeah. Although he does give that look at the end where Marco is dubious and he, he looks down and Glossrick is also looking up at him. It's like there's there's still a weird like uh, everyone's it, infatuated it, with Marco. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that, but like that there's still like is he sort of aware? Like is is can he be healed? Of course he's aware. Like he's an all powerful being. Yeah. I don't buy like what is what. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't work for me. Like of course we don't. I lie. like that he's a dog though. He's much more tolerable <laughs> right. as a dog. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Less as a baby, more as a dog, and. I- Less as his normal self. I, for one, want Glossrick the jerk back. Get, bring, yeah. bring him out. No, stop. But um, he'll... he'll co- and bring me Ludo, too. Get, get me Ludo. Oh, stop back. trying to bring all the bad elements of the show back. Come on. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, when Ludo was on the show, it was better. So I don't know if this is... We talked about this before. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it Correlation. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, and I think the other element of this episode is uh, Marco's involvement. Um He's uh, ordered to like uh, watch uh, watch over Star and and um, yeah, Star says in the beginning, Marco, should I remind you that you are my squire? So I order you to sit there and watch me sleep. Wow, okay, <laughs> creepiest line ever. Oh, oh, and don't tell Tom about this either. Oh, heck no, yeah. <laughs> Oh I can't imagine that he would be very. Yeah, my happy. reaction. <laughs> my, start dating. My reaction to this was, uh, I re- I'm pretty desperate for some Starco, but I don't know if this is what I was looking for. <laughs> this is, uh, what, Dylan? You, you don't want to go back to ten years ago when Twilight was like? Yeah, super right. This popular? is this is the Twilight move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. This is a very very uh-huh. weird line, but yeah. Uh, and then at the end, Marco uh, very concerned for first star. She says, "Not sure if she can do this alone either." But he is watching over. So that's something I. Uh, that's something I think as well, which is, uh, which is that, yes, yeah, Star is, um, we're worried about the, what's going to happen to Star with this and will it like all collapse in on her? But Marco, Marco is seemingly still there and, uh, hopefully will prevent things from getting out of control. <laughs> in theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's most, oh, and the goblin dog stuff in the beginning, eating the dreaming of goblin dogs. And I, them. I, I enjoyed the moment where Marco was just like, you've been, Getting goblin dogs without yeah. you, like <laughs> sad. Like, what happened with their, like, with their deal with the goblin dogs? Like, what happened with that? Did they get goblin dogs? Is that the way in line? I don't remember. They got goblin dogs, and they were the best things ever. Yeah. How does Star fit all those dogs in her in her stomach? Magic. Magic. Yeah. Magic. yeah I guess. <laughs> That's the, that's but the. by the way, J- uh, uh, whoever voiced the the Goblin Dogs guy, uh, Jerry Trainer, I think he was credited over Kelly. So I, I find this an outrage. <laughs> Spencer Shea of iCarly fame. Yeah, he's he's. I didn't know he was yeah. the Goblin Dogs guy voice. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but what? yeah, he he got credited over Kelly. Okay, that's like, yeah. That's, he, what did he do? He, he gasped heavily, and the, the Goblin the credits Dogs are not like by yeah, the credits are not by screen time. They're by. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Uh, How does Jerry Trainer have more n- name recognition? Nah, he's know. a big deal. Uh, Ten years ago, he's on, on Nickelodeon. Yeah. 
He was on iCarly. Yeah. Okay. How long ago was iCarly? Like five years ago. That's, get over it. Was get over it. Did you just tell us to get over iCarly? Oh, my God. Never, Uh, never over (laughs) it, Carly. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's uh, any April. Any other thoughts on Sweet Dreams? Uh, No, I think we covered all of my concerns and comments. Yeah, I liked the Evil Cooties line. That one was good too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, from Eclipsa. Yeah, Um, yeah, Alex. Uh, are are we shipping Marco and Eclipsa? They they, they had that e- evil oh, yeah. end dance. Yeah. I mean, we're shipping Marco with everyone now, so <laughs> I, I think she called him adorable. Like you know, she did call him yeah, adorable. Sword hand <laughs> yeah. dance says Eclipsa. Yeah, but, but yeah, just in, in general, I feel like this episode is another one where like it feels a, like a setup for something, and in the end, like it, it's better than the other setup episodes we've had. But it just it still feels incomplete almost, and I don't know. I don't know how how to judge that. Really. Right, it does. Most star episodes end in kind of a neat way, and this one it's it's uh, it's like a portal's open. She's gone. You know, um, we're we're clearly exploring this more. So, uh, yeah, it's I don't know that didn't that didn't detract that much for me. I felt like it was uh, what we explored. It's made like sense. they were leaving open the idea of exploring this more yeah. with an open portal. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, open portal, open plot line. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done. Uh, uh, yeah, Sam. <laughs> This is what happens to me when I go to sleep. I just teleport. Yeah, how would how would we ever know that we're not doing that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless you have somebody watching you sleep, which I hopefully don't. <laughs> well, theoretically, <laughs> since we're humans, we would probably throw up all all the hundreds of goblins. That's dogs the problem with the scenario. Nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, she's not human, so let's yeah, she's take not that human. into account. But what about us? Like if if we're okay, just okay, eating Alex, hot dogs I, in the middle of the night. fixating on this this point. This is this is not important. So I guess we gotta like eat a bunch of hot dogs as we sleep to figure this out. Yeah, that's the, okay. that's the solution. Okay. We'll report back tomorrow. Yeah. Please please do. Um yeah, no, for me the eclipse uh eclipse in this episode really worked. The star the butterfly star form stuff really worked and I and I like uh the we're back to the star marco dynamic. So for I don't know, for me this is the second best of the uh, 12, 10, whatever we've had. 12, yeah, we've I had so far. But I don't think it's like mm-hmm. by far better than the other 10. But I do think uh, Lava Lake's number one for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I wanted to give this final thought from uh, uh, Steve in, uh, in the Discord. It says, uh, uh, Marco, don't you dare mess with that sweet child's heart for your own personal relationship therapy. You better be ready to commit if you are pressuring her. So, Steve concerned about Kelly. <laughs> right? Wait, look at Oh, my gosh. I didn't read that while I was dying. No. I think he's serious. Yeah, I think we're. I think. <laughs> Don't don't mess with Wait. Alex. Are you also that protective of Kelly here? As Kelly's number one fan, uh, I'll just say that Marco should be the one worried. Not yeah, <laughs> Steve's coming for Marco. That's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get Steve's thoughts. I think tomorrow on this. Okay, so uh, but yes, Kelly is a treasure, and uh, ma- make her the main character of the show. Oh, okay, no sure. One... Kelly let's versus the forces have... of evil. Uh, please. Star and Kelly versus the forces of evil. Like, let's sure. just have the two of them. Yeah. Maybe they're too much. Maybe that's why we don't get as much of them together. It's too much yeah, to okay. have the same okay, person. Sure. Ha- the true power couple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Star and Jana. So let's just. Yeah. Where's yeah? No Jana. Um, no well, Jana. She's on Earth. We're not on Earth anymore. So yeah, but whatever. she she'll come here. I assume. Will she be a Monster Bash? Monster I think so. Bash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have Mon- we'll have Jana and Monster Bash, but not. You have Kelly. to invite Janet to Monster Bash. Come on, like that's her. Well, that's yeah. her scene. Like you gotta. I mean, the, our, I mean, the, the fact compromise. that they didn't invite her to an underworld holidays in Silver. Yeah, that's true, Janet. They should have. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Jana would have loved the Soul Rise. Yeah. Just and saying. if what if Jana was in this episode <laughs> instead of Kelly, and we had Marco Jana uh, at the end. No, because Jenna's gay. Jenna definitely likes Marco, though. I think this has been established by the show. Mm, Yeah, it it, it wouldn't be as much of a as much of a surprise. It definitely would not be. I think the fact that that it's Kelly, like that, that helps a lot. You're like, whoa! Yeah, it's like, wow, this is very strange. Yeah. Okay. Um, So let us know your thoughts on Sweet Dreams and Lava Lake Beach. Very, very discussed episodes in the Star Fandom. Uh, Tomorrow we got Death Peck and. Ponymonium. I'm I'm very much looking forward to Death pe- Pack. Death Pack, yeah. <laughs> no, not Lido. No. Come on. Um I mean the, the star the star die after getting kissed by Tom? <gasps> yeah. Oh. They've already kissed, so no. Well, I don't know. 
I think the highlight. Well, I, I think Deathback is probably the plot episode, but Ponymonium is the uh, meeting ponies family. So I'm very Ponyheads. Oh my family. God, we've had too much Ponyheads. No, these past stop. Episodes. No, <laughs> Ponyhead should have been in the, in Lava Lake Beach. She would have been great. No, she should not yeah. have. Sam, come on, you got to get on board the Ponyhead train. But you know what? I can't. Ponyhead doesn't support Tom and Star, so. It makes sense that she yeah, Ponyhead would have made fun of Kelly, and I'm just not down for that. Did she make fun of Kelly in previous episodes there together? <laughs> well, Goblin Dog for sure. She yeah, was. That was bad. That was back fun. with a uh, different. That was a different Ponyhead though. I feel like we've evolved. Yeah. Well, oh, that was a different Ponyhead. Pony are you head. kidding? Yeah, not. <laughs> are you kidding? Not a different <laughs> member of the Ponyhead species. A different iteration of her character. Okay. No, Ponyhead has remained the same since the first no, she, episode. She's, she's much nicer now. Um, yeah, so... You're joking. No, I'm not joking. We'll see, we, you'll no. see, you'll see. Okay, so we'll, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss those. Find that overlyanimated.com uh, and uh, join us on uh, Discord to talk about it. Uh, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Star Spoilers uh, channel, very active. And um, you can support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Phonician. AK Fusion. And thanks as always to our patient executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, so yeah, we will be back tomorrow for Star and yeah, and the day after. So two more two more Star Nights. Almost there. And uh, if tonight was any indication, only right, only only getting better from here. So very much looking forward to it. Uh, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.